butters. How how does one castrate? There are. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Woo. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for the delay. I totally wrote the message wrong. That was awesome. Hey, I don't know about Vanessa. I think that's something that makes this show great because we're a live show and you're here. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you read because now you're here and it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for giving us your time tonight. Uh, time yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. Time zones are very difficult. I I struggle with them myself. Um, I've missed a lot of my favorite streamers uh, because the central time zone is only an hour difference. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a streamer in six chunks, and he streams – all the time at 6 p.m. Central. And then I have to do the literally do the math in my head. Yeah. All right. If he's going live at 6, that means at 7, I can start mm-hmm. watching him. Yeah. Um, so it is. Clock blocked again. <laughs> Clock blocked. <laughs> oh. uh, what would you be doing tonight if you were not on this show? Um, well, I was just thinking about making some supper and trying to catch up on The Walking Dead. Ooh. Uh,. How okay? So how caught up are you? I have not seen anything since. Um, where's my brain? Um, I'm ready to start the final, like part, the part three of season eleven. I oh. just I have not caught up on that bit. Okay, so you're way ahead of me. I yeah. I fell off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because yeah. I wasn't enjoying it. It's just. It's busy here. Uh, yeah. I have picked it up again. I think I'm either almost done with season 10. It's on season 11 now, right? Yeah. I'm either almost done with season 11 or a few more episodes. Or not 11, 10. Um, or a few right. more episodes. Uh, I did pick it back up. But now I'm in the, the tough situation of uh, my oldest daughter is 13. And she mm-hmm. really enjoys scary things and horror and gore actually so um she's into the walking dead mm-hmm. so she's starting to watch it so now i have this big dilemma do i just pump the brakes and wait till she catches up to me because she can binge watch quick all the way up mm-hmm. um or do i just go ahead uh and i've totally given up on my wife i'm not waiting for her anymore <laughs> she falls asleep yeah. and and it's just i will never finish at this rate yeah I mean, at that point, if you're waiting for your daughter, I mean, if you wait a couple weeks, then there'll be a couple more episodes yeah. for the finale. Yeah. So you might sure. just get to just watch. watch it all the way through instead <laughs> of having to wait. Yeah. And I, I also, uh, sometimes I'm the type of person, I wasn't like this with The Walking Dead when it first started, but I'm the type of person that waits for the entire season to be done before mm-hmm. I watch something. Uh, yeah. It's a Netflix syndrome, I guess. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. What's what would you be making for dinner? What is for dinner? Um, well, honestly, at this point, it's uh, eight fifty, so I'd probably just be popping some mini corn dogs into the the air fryer and <laughs> calling it a night. Nice, easy. Getting just, I just have a couple more grams of protein to get in for the day, so like the corn dogs will put me over. And 
you keep track of all the grams of protein? Just yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I'm working with a my trainer and I are he's got I got a set calorie goal, so I don't want to go over my calories. And then it's like I need to hit a certain protein goal each day. Is that challenging? Is it hard? It was at first, you know, realizing like, oh shoot, I can't just eat a whole sleeve of Oreos because <laughs> yeah. that's my entire calories for the day. Right. But he's also been really cool about like, you know, not wanting to put anyone into disordered eating. Yeah. So he's like, you know, if there's a day where you just have to eat like 12 Oreos, just do it. Just don't make it a regular thing. Like, you know, have some control. Um, so I was just looking at my phone. I'm not ignoring you. Uh, I I'm scheduling tweets out, uh, mm-hmm. to see if we can drive some more stuff and whatnot. So, uh, you, you are a, a, from North Dakota, I believe. Yep. Originally from North Dakota. Uh, now you chase cat farm cattle farm around farm animals around chicken. <laughs> yeah. I grew up on a, on a beef cattle operation, about 110 Angus Ooh. cows and four Charlet bulls. So we'd breed them the Angus for their hardiness and the Charlet for their size so that we could get bigger cows. Cause obviously you know, you buy by the pound. So the bigger the calves, the more we can, the more we can sell them for. Interesting. Interesting. Now, before I get to how that prepared you for in-ring work, um, <laughs> have you, speaking of Netflix and watching shows, have you ever watched uh, The Ranch? I haven't, no. Oh, because that's my – that's the only uh, stuff I have to, to base this on because like, they, they own a ranch. They they get cattle. They get cows. Uh, they got to go to auctions. You go to auctions oh, yeah. and buy cows? Um, I never did. My dad never <laughs> took me along for it. No. But, yeah, mostly just were helped with branding, castrating, all that fun stuff oh that's yeah so, sounds amazing <laughs> and that sounds so fun for for men to hear that i castrate large animals so uh for those listening at home castration castration is cutting of off of the balls at least that's what my wife tells me uh <laughs> yep she's right is that literally is that like okay how how do i want to navigate these waters how how does one castrate there are a couple different methods, um, some being more humane than others, obviously, Correct. you know. Um, there's a rubber band technique where you just put a tight band around them and then it cuts off the circulation and they just fall off eventually. We don't like that one. Uh, oh, that's my, Yeah, it's, it's bad for them and it has a high risk of infection, so we don't like it. Um, the way that my dad did it was you literally, you'd strap the cow down to this table when they were young and flip up. You literally grab, slice, throw, and That's it. put it back down. And there's oh. that. There's also um, there's cauterizing as well, where you burn the the sack. And none of them are fun. <laughs> I would. But... Yeah, I was thinking like freezing. I kept thinking of freezing them off. But and maybe freezing is done more now. I know yeah. freezing is more humane than like cauterizing. But I guess I'm I'm kind of out of the game right now. I'm not with my I haven't been with cattle for a couple of years, so I'm not keeping up on the <laughs> castration <laughs> rules. <laughs> yeah. No. So, um, oh my gosh, I got it in big writing on my notes too. And I forgot to say congratulations. Uh, recently married. Yes. Uh, just past four months, a couple of days ago. Thank you. Yes. Congratulations on that. Uh, enjoy that journey. Life will now 
uh, change, change for the better. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and you know, you've heard all the cliches. It'd be, it'd be yeah. all that fun stuff. Uh, I apologize for not leading off with that. That was my plan to lead off with. That's okay. It got in there. It's fine. I, I get distracted at times. Um, so you chased cattle, you worked on a farm, uh, you, you probably build hay, you probably did a lot of other shit. Uh, how did that, how does that prepare, how did that prepare you for, uh, getting in the ring now, wrestling huge individuals? Well, that, that leads up to it right there is I'm used to getting pushed around by, you know, creatures much larger than I am. So like, when it's just a 200 pound guy instead of a 1400 pound cow, like, Oh no. Right. Um, I guess that's the most logist of it. A lot of it's, you know, a lot of the like farmers don't look like they're strong, but they have a lot of like useful muscle versus show off muscle. Yeah. That's what I say all the time. Uh, you know, you're, you're, uh, I think it's farm, farmer strong, farm strong. Yeah. Maybe. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. None of the farmers made the hashtag, but we'll, we'll take it over. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think farmers, uh, I could be wrong, are on Twitter. I mean, there's definitely a couple now that, like, social media is such a big thing. Like, it's a great way to advocate for the industry because, like, you know, there's a saying, like, you know, you need a doctor, a priest, and a policeman, like, once in your life. But every day, three times a day, you need a farmer. Yeah. So, like, we definitely want to get out there and advocate for ourselves, especially with, you know, stuff about GMOs and um, <laughs> GMOs are the only ones coming to my mind right now, but organic, right. Um, holistic, um, everything that people want their food to be certain ways now. And for like people who've never worked on a farm to say, Oh, this is the best way to do it versus, you know, a farmer saying this is the only sustainable way to do it. Correct. It's all about raising awareness for the people behind the, the, What's the word I'm looking for? Hey, don't eat that. Stop. I have two cats. I saw them. Uh, I saw pictures of your cats on your Instagram, which is the yeah. same as your Twitter, which I think is. I'm looking for it here. Uh, free range Kara. <laughs> yep, this free range Kara. This is the young one. This is butter. Yeah. That one's orange. That's the one that we had a cat that looked just like that. Maybe a little fluffier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I miss, I miss Pesky. Oh, yeah, Pesky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I sadly named um, – I, I have three cats. One we rescued because we found under a car at a library in Ocean City on vacation, and we had to bring it home. Yeah. So like 12 hours away, we brought it home. We just brought it – we tried to find the owners. Mm-hmm. uh but then my dad went out one morning and bought a cage, uh, you know, a carrying case, a, mm-hmm. a dish, food, toys. And I was like – and the kids named it. I was like, yeah. well, I guess it's coming home now. But the other two yep. cats, uh, Pokey, who's still kicking 20-plus years, uh, Pesky, who sadly passed away, both named after uh, Boston Red Sox shortstops. Oh, so, okay. Uh, we got we got that going for us. But uh, dang, 20-plus years, that's a good job, like – that's a good cat right there. He, he's, I tell you what, man, I tell you, like, yeah, and okay, so this leads into your shoe job. You're, you, uh, vet, veterinarian, uh, what's the word? You work with veterinarian, um, I wrote it down. Vet tech. Vet tech. Thank yeah, you, vet Vanessa. tech. Vet tech. Thank you, Vanessa. Was that Vanessa? Thank you. It was me. It was you. Good job. 
I wrote it down somewhere, but now I can't find it. I literally wrote shoot job and now I don't know where it went. Um, yeah. So we took, we took him to the vet to get a checkup. He wasn't feeling well and he had a bunch of dreads and I'm thinking, cause you know, he's not grooming himself. I'm like, yeah, I have mentally prepared to say, well, this is it. You know, we got to put him down in 20 plus years, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's going to have this and this and this. No, he's stronger than a horse. They said, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, great. So uh, he just needs some special kidney food that he gets every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I feed him when I get up. So like 625. But mm-hmm. he loves it so much that he is in my face at probably 233 o'clock. Literally, like right in my face going, yeah. meow, <laughs> meow, meow. And I'll have to cover my head. I literally have to cover my head, which I don't really like doing. <laughs> and yeah. I'll cover my head oh. and hope he thinks I've disappeared. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, we love cats. We love my kids want a dog. I want a dog. I want to get a therapy dog or at least, but mm-hmm. we'll see how that happens. But. But yeah, we're here to talk about wrestling, not castrating animals <laughs> and old cats. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to get to the other topics that have nothing to do with wrestling. We'll talk a little <laughs> about wrestling. So, all right. So, all right. Let me get this right. So, you worked um, in it with a company called Freelance Wrestling. We've had a lot of people from Freelance on here. Uh, I know yeah. Freelance. It's great stuff. You worked there as Kara. Uh, I'm going to botch the last name. Uh, I want to say Noia. Uh, it's actually Karanoia, just Car- to play off of Karanoia. Ah, Karanoia. Ah, mm-hmm. I like it better now. Uh, and Thanks. then also uh, Heavy on Wrestling, it was called, I think. Where was oh, that? Yeah. Where is that located? That one was based out of Duluth, Minnesota. Mm. Um, nice. In the Freelance Wrestling, you were in the, the She Lance, which is the all women scramble. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great talent in that, as well as yourself. Um, but it wasn't till after, uh, you know, "quote unquote" the the pandemic that happened. Um, you know, and people stepped away and then returned. It was it was a pandemic break, I guess I'll call it, where we you came back as free range Kara. Uh, so boys, I'm doing an interview. Can yeah, I know it? they're trying to take it over. <laughs> We've had several animals uh, try to take over the show. Uh, we've mm-hmm. had children try to take over this show. It's just not happening. Although they probably yeah. would do a better job. I mean, if they want their own spot, we can mm-hmm. we will schedule it. October's yes. booked, but November we're, is looking good for them. Sounds good. I'll put Ritz and Butt up there for <laughs> November. Ritz and Butt. Uh, I totally would do an interview with cats. If you could get them to sit there for like 15 minutes and just like look around, <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. I totally could do it. I'd be like, uh, what are their names again? Uh, Ritz and Butter. Ritz and Butter. I'd be like, so Butter, uh, when when your uh, adult leader, uh, Free Range Kara, leaves the house, do you like it when if she puts on like the radio or the TV to keep you company? And he'd go. <laughs> <laughs> he'd look around. Uh, it could be fun in an alternate. So after the pandemic – you come back as free range Kara. Is is that how it worked? 
Yeah, basically, uh, I was thinking about changing it right before the pandemic, but then, you know, getting kind of a year to sit on it, it was like, yeah, it's definitely time for a change. Um, I didn't really have much further to go with Karanoia. I didn't really know who she was, so it was hard to, like, try to advance my career. Right. And then I watched people like Warhouse and Warhouse. Warhorse. (laughs) Warhorse and Danhausen. Sometimes I call him Warehouse, just to bug him. Uh, uh, seeing these big over-the-top characters coming back into wrestling, and it's like, oh, I've got a good little little spin on that because I haven't seen anyone do a farmer gimmick, you know, since like Hillbilly Jim. Oh, old school, right there, yeah. yeah. Oh man, um, and it's more it, like you said you didn't know who Karanoia was, so mm-hmm. it probably makes it challenging. Um to to fulfill that to to get people invested in in and advance the character but if you lean more mm-hmm. towards who you are which i think is what you're doing now not only will you be more comfortable um mm-hmm. but i i think you'll be more invested in making that character yeah absolutely um i've had plenty of my mentors tell me that i just i move more comfortably in the ring i talk more confidently like i'm just I'm turning into a whole other person in the ring, and that's exactly what I wanted. Um, you trained with uh, Mr. Mr. I want to say Mr. Kennedy, Ken Anderson, uh, Impact WWE. But who are some of these mentors that you speak of? Um, well, it wasn't just uh, Ken who trained me. I, there was a team of five when I first started oh, there. Where? Um, so there was uh, this was the academy up in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, so it was you know. Ken and Sean Devari owned the school. Okay. Um, so I had Ken and Sean and then they had like um, assistant trainers. So I had Eric Cannon, um, Aria Devari, and then Molly Holly was Molly wasn't there very often, but when she was there, she, she's literally my favorite person in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. heard great things about her. Eric Cannon. I think I saw when I was prepping today. I think I saw like a, a poster for an event mm-hmm. uh, with you in the ring with him. So I, I think you you probably have wrestled him a few times, but um, I've actually only gotten to wrestle him once. So it was the, this was the first time, and it was like the moment I've been waiting for for the last five years of my life. So what's that like? So okay, so he helps train you, quote unquote, mentor. Is that an easy match to put on? It was really easy. Yeah, like because you know I've watched all of his stuff, and he knows. You know, he's trained me, so he knows all of my stuff. So it's easy to just be like, you feel really comfortable. Because it's not like you're meeting them for the first time ever. It's like, oh, we finally get to do this. It's fun. Um, Were you a fan of wrestling growing up? You know, I actually wasn't up until about 17 or 18. I, you know, I my parents always like, oh, that's fake. Why would you watch it? So I just didn't watch it. Right. And, <laughs> until my sister and I... In 20, 2011 was our when I started watching wrestling. Um, we were watching, I think, Bonner SVU on the USA channel, right. as yep. as you do. Everybody does. And, yeah. And then it was like, oh, coming up next, Monday Night Raw. Yep. And we just kind of like looked at each other and we were like, oh, we've heard how fake this is. Let's watch it. Let's see how fake it is. And when I tell you I was hooked... <laughs> immediately what was the moment that hooked you do you know um 
Do you have one? I would say it, the the thing that I remember most from that first show that I watched it was our um, truth versus John Morrison. Okay, r truth had a a title <laughs> shot against John Cena coming up, and John Morrison was like, "Oh, we're friends. Let's wrestle." And oh, put your put your championship opportunity on the line. Okay, and then Morrison won, and Art that was the moment r truth lost his shit. Oh yeah, and I just there's this memory of him just slamming John Morrison with this water bottle and water going everywhere. And then like he smoked a cigarette right after. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell am I watching? Um, underrated. Like one of the first raws after WrestleMania 27. So I like went back and watched WrestleMania 27, like went to Walmart, bought the DVD, took it home and watched it. That's interesting that like just to, First of all, to comment on uh, Law and Order SVU, I think that is why the WWE gets a bad rap as having an older demographic because I think old people sit down on or lay down on their couch to watch SVU fall asleep, yeah. and and Raw <laughs> is still on. Um, mm-hmm. But it's interesting. Not a wrestling fan told it was fake. Decided to tune in, and then you're like, wow. Boom! I gotta go buy the DVD. Like, like it was like yeah. that. There must have been something inside you that was like, "Well, that's what I want to do." Were you into sports? Were you into theater acting? Um, I didn't have a lot of opportunities for like theater in my my little tiny small right. town, and I really wasn't that athletic. Like, I mean, I played like elementary basketball and I ran track and field in high school, but like. I was not athletic at no. all. I was very clumsy and <laughs> uncoordinated. How small was your town growing up? Um, well, the town that I am from, the current population is 27. Oh, my Lord. That's yeah, small. Yeah, and the, the town I went to high school was about <laughs> 500. What was your graduating class size? Uh, we were we were twenty. We were the biggest class. Okay, all right. That is a small town. I thought I was small. Yeah. I had like eighty. Wow. Literally, I always I always win smallest town. People are like, I grew up in a small town of a thousand people. I'm like, just hold my beer. Like, the holy, I got moly. you. Right. I thought I grew up on an island. I thought that was small. Right. I know. <laughs> twenty seven people. Holy cow. <laughs> It's like you could have everybody over for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you can see everybody uh, everybody in church on Christmas, and there you are. <laughs> there you are. Oh, here's everybody. <laughs> There's, can't can't get away with a lot of stuff in a small town because everyone no, knows you. No, definitely couldn't. And, like, I grew up on a farm, so I didn't even count in the populace. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You're right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I mean, I went back. I watched a bunch of uh, your matches, and – I would have to agree, actually. You, I, I did. I enjoyed, uh, Karanoia. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been the ring gear that made me enjoy that character more. But then mm-hmm. when I watched you as Free Range, I was like, "Oh, this is who this person is." And I think it had a lot to do because I knew, uh, you know, small town. I knew that that was what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely can see. The more comfortableness in the ring, um, so that I I think that works. I think that's I we've talked to a lot of wrestlers from all ranges of uh on the that spe- range. That's ring. me. 
on a range. <laughs> that's you. That's right. Um, from everywhere in the journey. And I think one of the things I would take away from talking to all of them is that if you don't know who your character is and don't have a way to connect with that character, it's not going to do well for you. So I think the fact that you're behind it 100% helps you a ton. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you ever – did you have any interactions with Mr. Uh, Anderson? Uh, like before like, I started training with him? Um, did you know of him like uh, in WWE and then Impact? Did you go back and watch his stuff? Um, I did watch some of his stuff like I was watching when he was in Impact. Mm-hmm. So I watched some of his stuff there. I didn't really go back and watch his WWE stuff. Yeah. I'm, I found that I'm like one of the <laughs> – because I didn't grow up watching wrestling, like these – I'm not like starstruck right. by a lot of the big names. Like my like the peers that I'm with get starstruck, which I feel helps me a lot because I get very very nervous when I think I'm meeting somebody very important. Okay, the fact that I can kind of just look at them as like, oh, these are all just wrestlers. Like we're all just a bunch of idiots in our underwear <laughs> wrestling in front of people. Like I think it's helped me out to like not necessarily go back until I've met them. Right. Uh, do you go back and watch not just his stuff, any stuff? Do you go back and watch older wrestling at all to take stuff away to help advance your character? Maybe Molly Holly stuff or anything? It's been a little while. I mean, I just uh, switched jobs, so I've kind of been trying to conserve my energy for all of that. But yeah, I'm always looking for for recommendations. Um, I ask my friends who they are watching right now. And, they're into a lot of Japanese wrestling, and it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but right. I'm trying to get into some more old-school Japanese wrestling right now. Um, we mentioned uh, you're newly married, four months. Uh, yes. What does Mr. Free Range Kara think of your wrestling? Well, actually, uh, so I met him at a wrestling show, so that helps a lot. That does help. Um, and he does graphic design work mostly for wrestling. Okay. Like any of the posters you've seen for GCW in the last couple of years, that's him. Nice. Anything for first wrestling, that's him. Okay. Um, there was Garden State Wrestling for a couple shows. That was him. Nice. So like he's he's made quite a name for himself, and that was like he's done all of this before he ever met me. So like I like I'm riding his coattails, right. which is great for me. Um. Garden State Pro, I think, right? Garden State Pro Wrestling? Or is there also Garden State Wrestling? Is there a difference? Um, I think Garden State Pro, but I, I could definitely be wrong. I could definitely. I am probably wrong. I know there's Garden State Pro Wrestling. I just didn't know if there was also Garden State Wrestling. Yeah. Um, no, so that's awesome. So that helps out, probably. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. So I also found out you were... You had a uh, a match on AW Dark. Yeah. How did that come about? Um. Well, when they come to, you know, a lo- like a city, they sometimes contact the the local wrestlers to see if there's anyone who wants to do some extra work. So the last time they came to town, like last year, 
I was backstage and they just didn't have anything for me. So they paid me to eat catering, which is always, always my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat your food and hang out. Is the catering um, good at AEW? Ooh, it's so good. It may not be WWE good, but it's like a close second. Have you had WWE catering? I have a couple times. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So AEW wins the catering wars, is what you're saying? I don't know. WWE's was really good. Yeah. But yeah, I'll I'll always go backstage, get paid a little bit of cash money, and eat people's food. Yeah, hey, if people want to pay me to eat too, I'll I'll do mm-hmm. I'll do an episode of Dark, sitting in the back and exactly. Eat. Yeah, or like you'll sit there in WWE catering and just be like eating. You're like, oh, Randy Orton <laughs> just walked by. Okay, cool. Back oh, to you, my cupcake. Oh, you need a fork, Mister Orton? I got you. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> you need a napkin here. Um, so you have your dark match. Um, mm-hmm. it's interesting too, because WWE does the same thing. They go to into a town, they bring in local talent. They're mm-hmm. on, they may be in a squash match. They may be on Saturday night main event or whatever the case may be. Um, mm-hmm. but for some reason, AEW promotes it. Like you got that image that goes out. It gets promoted mm-hmm. on their social media. It makes it, it's a bigger event in my mind. Like I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, that's that's who we're having on tonight. It's Free Range Kara. She was on Dark. Oh look, we just had this person on our show, and now they're on Dark. I think they do a better job at at promoting who they're bringing in. Uh, mm-hmm. And no offense, like who they're bringing in for enhancement talent. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. You want to get your name on. I yeah, think, I think AW does a good job with that. Yeah, I do think the way they do it, you know, it's obviously different than the way WWE yeah. does it. It helps. You know, if you're not watching AEW, but you're watching local wrestling, you say, oh, so-and-so is going to be on AEW Dark. You know, you watch that video, then you watch another video, and you watch another video, because it's the internet, and they autoplay. It's on YouTube. You get on YouTube, and the algorithm. That's probably their way of bringing, like, newer voices or newer viewers to their show. Whereas, like, the WWE is, you know, it's a huge monster. Like, it's the biggest company in the U.S., and they don't need to necessarily focus on who they're bringing in to lose versus building up right. the talent they already have. So they don't really necessarily need to announce, you know, who it's going to be. Cause like you love watching Braun Strowman just destroy three nobodies. <laughs> like that's the joy of Braun Strowman. I don't need yeah. to know their names beforehand. Good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I also think there is a better chance or opportunity to, Showcase yourself on an AW Dark or Elevation mm-hmm. to maybe get another shot on a Dark or Elevation. Maybe get a shot on a Rampage. I think, mm-hmm. I think the opportunity is is higher on AW, but it makes sense. They're a newer company. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. So, uh, you have your AW Dark match. Um, you go backstage. You go through the curtains. Uh, it's late. Uh, does anyone come up to you? Do you get any advice? Do you get any comments? go to anybody yeah um as i was walking back the first person to check on me was the referee from our match just made sure i was okay okay um for my particular matches it was julia hart um the other members of the house of black were were right there and they were you know offering us both um advice and then um our agent was actually dustin rhodes so that was like the coolest part for me was dustin rhodes is telling me uh 
what I can do to be better. And I was like, oh yeah, that all makes sense. And uh, somebody like yourself with such a, a, gr- a great uh, character, uh, you know, the whole farmer character, uh, mm-hmm. free range, all that type of stuff. Nobody better to get advice from than Dustin, who is one of the, you know, the greatest, Goldust is one of the greatest characters up there. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, So that was awesome. I, I think that's great. I, I hope more opportunities like that come. Um, if, if people are just tuning in or they're listening on YouTube, we're talking to free range Kara, uh, phenomenal new name. Uh, I love it. Um, before I get to our non-wrestling questions, I got some non-wrestling stuff that I learned about you. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything coming up that I need to, to make sure I watch? Um, nothing. I don't think that's being streamed right away. Okay. Um, at the end of the month, I have a a show in the Halloween capital of the world, Anoka, Minnesota, um, for first wrestling. So oh. that'll be both a hoot and a holler. <laughs> I'm very excited for it. We've got like a, a kid's matinee show with costumes and stuff. So we're all going to be wearing costumes. And then uh, that night we're having like, you know, a 21 plus or 18 plus yeah. more conventional wrestling show. Are you, are you into Halloween? I, as any white girl should be, I am, I'm very into Halloween. <laughs> uh, what will you be go- dressing as for Halloween this year? Um, well, Chris and I thought that maybe since this is our first Halloween as well, a, true. as a married couple, we that should is- maybe do a couple's costume. We okay. just haven't decided what one yet. Okay. Otherwise I was going to recycle my Halloween costume from the last year. Which was what? Which is a, a turkey uh, jumpsuit with a lightsaber. I call myself Darth Meat. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, phenomenal. Um, all right, I'm gonna get to my non wrestling question. I I got one really good one, and I'm really interested about. Uh, but I, I'm gonna start with uh the movie Twister. You love the movie Twister. Uh, yes, what, I love it so much. What specifically about that movie do you love? And uh, have you ever been in a tornado? Um, I have never been in a tornado, thankfully, because believe it or not, they terrify me. That is true. That is, they're, they're mm-hmm. dangerous. Mm-hmm. Can cats be chill? Okay. I did see one try to get on screen. I did see that. Yes, yeah, they're they're just off to the to my left. Um. I don't know what it is about the movie that I love so much, you know, just now that I've watched it 1500 times, like right. it's just, I think it's probably the fact that like my family loves watching it. Yeah. Like when we get together, we all watch Twister, no matter what season or year or time it is. Sometimes we'll just watch it twice in a row just because. Growing up in North, to me, when I, you, I know you're a fan of Twister. I know you were in North, grew up in North Dakota. Are there a lot of, tornadoes there is that um where i grew up there really wasn't i remember one time seeing a i caught a twister on my my own camera um just a picture of it when i was like in middle school but we're kind of out of tornado alley which is more on the the eastern side of the state okay interesting yeah i i i found that really interesting because i thought like oh she's in north Dakota-ish area, so maybe like 
there's a lot of them there. Maybe she got a good story. I actually, there was a tornado that touched down here, uh, and I'm in upstate New York, and mm-hmm. I literally remember driving over an overpass, and I looked out. We we went out that night to buy an umbrella for some, like a <laughs> patio umbrella, yeah. and I looked over the overpass, and I I I fucking see a tornado. Which I've never seen. Never. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, we gotta get home. And I had two kids at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh I forget their ages, but the middle she's the middle kid now. She was like a baby. Like we got there mm-hmm. and like trees were bent over in our, our street and a basketball hoop went by in front of me and it always reminded me of the movie Twister. And, oh, that's so uh, scary. I'm, I'm oh my god, you guys are okay. Oh my god. I was scared. I wish my wife was down here. We were scared shitless. So I like, I like hugged my youngest at the time to my chest. As I ran in the house, we brought the other kid in. We went, we lived in a split ranch house. Um, so we didn't have like any, we literally went in this closet. Like I went in a closet Mm -hmm. under these stairs and closed the door and waited. I was scared, but we were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not very uh, common here. So people, so like I could say, hey, remember the time the tornado was here? Uh, and people know what we're talking about. So when I saw, I heard you were a big fan of Twister. I, I, I was, I was just interested. I guess I don't know, whatever. But not as interested as the fact that you were a big fan of the show's Cheers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One of my favorite shows, one of my really favorite shows, because it's uh, it's a bar and it's in Boston and the Golden Girls. Now, my question for you is this. Uh, I don't ever like to judge people. I don't ever like to think of what people's ages are. I don't know what your age is, nor do I care. But I have to think you watch these shows on Nick at Night. Where did you see Cheers in the Golden Girls? Yeah, it was probably Nick at Night. Nick but at also, Nick. like, I grew up watching a lot of the shows my parents liked. Okay. So, like, okay. I also watched a lot of, like, Gilligan's Island okay. and sort Dan of. and, like, all the things that are not supposed to be in my age group. Like, I have vivid memories of Three's Company. And- oh, come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Cheers did you like the most? Um... Good question. That is a good question. It's, it's hard to explain, right? It's just good. Yeah. A lot of the, you know, when people really fit their characters. Yeah. You know, you're like, of course this guy owns the bar. Of course this guy is always getting kicked out. Like. Yep. Yeah. And they really like, they created a very like a home away from home atmosphere there. Like you're like, not, they're not just going to the bar. I'm going to the bar. Like we're all hanging out. Yeah. We're all going there and. Talking about our problem. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those are... Golden Girls, I sort of enjoyed. Cheers, I was mm-hmm. a huge fan. Like, mm-hmm. I could still binge watch that. A bit. Um, Let me see. Let me see if I missed anything on my notes. I write all these notes down. Uh, mm-hmm. And I try... Oh, look at that. A cat wants to talk. Yes. What are you saying, butter? <laughs> Where you at? Is that a guitar back there? Uh, yeah, that is my uh, my husband's guitar. Nice. 
Is that a that's an electric? Is that an electric? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a terrible person to ask. I played drums in high school and college, so I don't know anything about the strings. Well, we're a musical family, so we have. Uh, I can play. I have this weird. I'm flexing. That's the kids say. I'm flexing. I have this weird <laughs> ability to just hear something and play it. So I. I oh, can, you're a sight reader. Yeah, I'm one of those people. So uh, I can do like guitar, uh, drums, piano. Uh, my middle daughter plays a stand-up bass, which is funny because she's not that tall. It's <laughs> always those ones, too. The bass is way much taller than her. Um, yeah, my grandpa was a, my grandpa could play anything he heard on a piano, too, so that's really cool. It drives my wife insane because my wife took all these lessons. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's got to get out the sheet music and put it, and all I got to do is hear it. Yeah. And... She just gets really mad at me. Mm-hmm. I was like, and she goes, how'd you do that? Or I'll even go make something up and she'll go, how'd you do that? Like, I go, I don't know. I just did it. And it's, uh, I didn't capitalize on that. I think I could have done better, uh, but I was never, I guess, invested. I don't know. Um, let me see. All right. So my notes, that's what I was saying. I think I hit all our notes. I asked about Cheers. I asked about the movie Twister. Uh, we talked about cattle and castrating animals. That was fun. Um, I talked about Kara, Kara, no- Karanoia. I'm yeah, you about- got it. I Karanoia. I talked about that and the gear. Oh, the gear. Uh, very uh, Blink One Eighty Two ish. Um, are you a Blink One Eighty Two fan? Are you talking about the the first set of? Gear the white and the black. Yes. Yeah, that one's actually based off of Paramore's Riot album. Oh, okay. So pair of uh, that makes sense. Paranormal, mm-hmm. Paranor. That works. Yeah. That being said, um, Chris's favorite band is Blink One Eighty Two. So I've oh. I've been to a Blink concert. Okay. It was Blink and um, Weezer, not Weezer, Lil Wayne. Oh, um, there you go. And let me tell you, I'm still not a Lil Wayne fan. I, it's just, it's not in my bones. No? Nah. Um, so I guess I got a question for Chris. So Blink-182 announced uh, they're getting back together, reunion show. Yes. So they're mm-hmm. all back together. How does he feel about it? He, he's excited. He's excited for the new music. Um, yeah. St. Paul is the first stop um, on their, once they return to America. But um, tickets start at one hundred and twelve dollars before taxes, so we will we will not be in attendance. Damn. But it's like I get it, capitalize on this, but like, sorry, I just we can't. We'll just listen to the music, grab that yeah. on Spotify. I think their new song, uh, I want to say, it comes out well Friday. That's tomorrow. It comes out soon. It's called uh, Edging. It's called Edging. Yeah. Edging. Yeah. So. Take that for for what it's worth. Uh, mm-hmm. I also, and we've been posting your links all night, your Twitter, your Instagram, your link tree as well. Uh, I know, I think it's freerangecara.com. I think, is that it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's got that it's shirt. my Big Cartel where I've got my, my new shirt up there. Correct. Uh, Big Cartel with the new shirt. Uh, you're also on Twitch. And yes. I, you are. Do you enjoy streaming on Twitch? I do. I wish I could do it more frequently. Yeah, like too. I've really been slacking. 
but it's so fun to just like i've played video games as long as i can remember like my dad had the original nes and me and my siblings would spend hours just playing super mario brothers and duck hunt yeah yeah which looking back he had so many games that we didn't play like the original zelda that i had never played right oh we played that nes until it broke um and I, I'm like in the same boat too. I do remember playing Zelda though, but I remember like for the longest time, the only game you played was Mario Brothers. And it mm-hmm. took me for like ever to beat at that time. I remember I I got it. My dad got it for me. I want to say, well, I mean, we do this on another show, but I, I don't feel <laughs> like I got it when it first came out because we weren't that type of family. Yeah. Um, it seems like it was, but God, I played those games forever. And I do remember getting Zelda. Uh, I do remember playing that. I remember Mario three, like it was like, it's the back of my hand. Um, the movie, the wizard is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, go watch it because that's some great marketing ever. It's called the wizard. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? I haven't. No, I'll put it on my watch list. Okay, it's called The Wizard, and it stars Fred Savage from The Wonder Years and some other people. Christian Slater's in it. And uh, basically, it was a mark. Okay, it was about this family and uh, Fred Savage and his younger brother. His younger brother had autism. One of the reasons I like it now, I work in the field. I work with children with autism, so that's why Mm -hmm. I like it even more. Kid runs away. Uh, the, The whole movie, they're searching for him. It's interesting because that that's how they released Mario Brothers 3. They released it in that movie. Oh, uh, I don't okay. want to spoil it for anyone, but if you watch all the way through, that's the first time you ever see Mario 3. Uh, and I think it might be the first time you see the Power Glove, uh, which was a shitty accessory for Nintendo. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, The Wizard. It's hard to find streaming. I can't ever find it streaming. Um anywhere without having to pay for it yeah um but the wizard it's it's good uh and if you hate it just i'll blame it on the fact that i enjoyed it when i was a kid mm-hmm. anyways anyways free range uh i've ripped through all my notes oh no i did i got one more question oh to gosh. ask you okay oh my god you're ready to go you're ready to go um what goes into usda certification Oh my God. I couldn't even tell you. There's so many steps. It's a loaded question. Yes. Um, well, Hey, we'll keep that on the table. We can bring you back for that. Or the USDA certification show. (laughs) Yeah. There's some secrets. The government doesn't want you to know. Um, my daughter, my middle daughter, who I've been mentioned a couple of times tonight asked dad, who's your guest tonight? And, I told her, I said free range Kara. And I was like, she's an independent wrestler. And she's like, oh, cool. And um, she said, well, tell me about her character. And I had to tell her. But when I got to the point of like, you do a farm and she's a, she's a vegetarian. So it was interesting. Well, I'm, I'm not a vegetarian by any stretch no, of the imagination. No, you're not. So as soon as. Oh, she is. Okay. She is. So as soon as I was like the whole like like we talked about get the cattle 
uh, mm-hmm. the beef and this and that. And she's just like, <sighs> okay. And left. And that's, <laughs> this is, this is a new, this is a new thing for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she all out of the blue decided to be a vegetarian. And, you know, we kind of went with it because you know, it's your daughter and just mm-hmm. go with it. And so it, it was interesting. Like, I don't know. It's just interesting. I'm not a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my USDA certified <laughs> Angus beef. Um, are there different cows for, for beef? Like you said Angus cows earlier, right? Sorry, my cats are making a noise. Oh, okay. It's a it's a toy. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, I thought I heard some some food flying from somewhere, and I was like, oh no. But we're we're good. You're good. Um, yeah, there's a couple. There's a lot of different breeds of cattle. I couldn't list them all in in one video because I don't know them all. But um, the two most common types that I've worked with are um, Angus. Where there's there's two varieties of Angus. There's Red Angus and Black Angus. Okay. Basically the same cow, different color. Um, and then Herefords, which are brown and white. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So And then there's, don't even ask me about dairy cattle. There's, they're <laughs> their own thing. So when I go to the store and I see like a bunch of different, I see milk, I see a bunch of different beef. To me, it's just like, oh, this is beef. It all comes from the same cow, it's just different parts of the cow that gives me mm-hmm. this type of meat. But that's not the case, right? Um, it definitely can be, depending on what store you're at. Like, okay. you know, if you're looking at a piece of chuck versus ribs. Um, I'm gonna look like a total idiot right now, not knowing all my cow parts. I will but... never know. I'll never know. <laughs> so you'll you'll sound like a genius. Just say it, and I'll be like, oh, okay. I would say that Angus is probably the most popular one because it's a really hardy breed. Like you can raise it really anywhere as long as it's not too hot. Okay. But then like, if you were to go to like somewhere along the equator, they'd raise a different type of cow that's more heat tolerant. And, but I mean, cow parts are cow parts. So like it's not going to be much of a difference. Right. It may taste a little different depending on what they eat. Like grass fed tastes different than grain fed cattle. And, all those fun things. I always wanted to be a farm. I always wanted to have a work on a farm. Mm-hmm. I did. I grew up in a small town, not as small as yours, but I, mm-hmm. we had friends that, you know, had farms where we were. And I always wanted to do it because mm-hmm. I think it was because there was always stuff to do. Yeah. You will never be bored. You'll never farm. be bored. It's all, you'll never check off all those boxes. You'll never mm-hmm. be bored and it'll never be done. Ever. Yep. And with if you do something like cattle or livestock, you'll never have a day off either. Like oh, those crazy. cows need you twenty four seven. Yeah, the ra- yeah. I'm telling you, watch the rant the ranch on Netflix. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. Um and they own a ranch, obviously. Anyways, we I, I feel like I have a bunch of questions that we could do all night. I won't keep you anymore. Your cats obviously obviously <laughs> need you. I guess so. Doggy um, butter. It's okay. Uh, I understand. Uh, but what we do at the end of every show is I'm going to give you the mic now. We, we've been posting links and whatnot. 
and you talked about the stuff you got coming out. But but this is your time to shine. You can you can say anything you want. You can put over anybody. You can bury anybody. You can let us, you can reiterate <laughs> you can reiterate your links. Uh, I I I won't interrupt. The floor is yours. Alrighty. Well, for those who are listening, my name is Free Range Kara. I've been a professional wrestler for the last five years. I'm currently based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. If you're a promoter listening, I have open dates. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, my Facebook and YouTube are Free Range Kara. My Twitter and Instagram are at Free Range Kara. I've got a I've got the Twitch at Free Range Kara. I'm forgetting something. I've got my big cartel with my new shirt um, being made right now. So I'm going to be shipping those out at the end of the month. And um, I've got a Patreon. So if you're looking to give me monthly money and want something in return, (laughs) subscribe to my Patreon. I've got tiers ranging from $1 a month to $30 a month. Uh, The top tier, I make a mystery box that I ship out every single month um, with a recipe from my hometown's cookbook. I make, I have a baked good in there most of the time. I have a rubber duck, a different rubber duck every month, and a couple other fun things. Ducks are your favorite animals. They are my absolute favorite. You should call them Kara crates. See, you got to be careful when you're adding too many K's nowadays. That's, so like, that is a good point. Well done. <laughs> I call them my my harvest boxes. Oh, that's good. That's way. That's probably way safer. Mm-hmm. The Kara crate. Um. You've been a pleasure to have on. You've been easy to talk to. Uh, I've enjoyed myself. I've enjoyed this conversation. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, the animals are welcome back anytime. Your husband is welcome back anytime. Um, and and thank him for giving us your time tonight. Yeah, absolutely. He's actually in uh, Fargo tonight watching some deathmatch wrestling Ooh. in Fargo. Good grief. I know. We're, we're a wild bunch over here. <laughs> Uh, that's that's Time Bomb Pro. If you want to check them out, they're good, good company, good, good dude. Yeah, that name definitely sounds familiar. Time Bomb, Time Bomb, for mm-hmm. sure. All right, Kara, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, have yourself a glorious night, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, anytime. Peace. Peace.